and welcome to this episode of the Deproblemate podcast. This is Mark speaking. I'm going to speak today about the jhanas, an amazing meditation practice uh, that has great effects. The whole point is to uh, develop concentration so that we can practice mindfulness from a concentrated place. So mindfulness and concentration are considered two of the aspects of mind that cause us to become free. And it was thought that you don't want to just be mindful of what's going on. You want to get very focused and be mindful from there. So you could kind of view it as two practices, but really the two bleed into one another. Mindfulness is necessary to help us become concentrated and when we become concentrated, then we can see what's actually going on. So the practice, it's a breath practice. The breath is the vehicle. And you might consider that your breath is more important than my words. And I'm recognizing that my breath is more important than my words. And it's the valuing of the breath in this way that causes us to kind of sink into the breath. The breath is the vehicle of the practice. The breath is the focus of our awareness. Now, we start by just knowing I'm breathing in. And on the exhalation, knowing that we're breathing out. And basically, we're studying the breath. We're discovering it. There's no right or wrong. We only have the opportunity to learn more about the breath. Like, oh, I'm breathing in a long breath. And then I'm breathing out a long breath. And the more focused and concentrated and relaxed we become, the more the breath actually shortens. And so then we'll come to know I'm breathing in a short breath and breathing out a short breath. Now, the Buddha was fairly clear that we want to feel the whole body breathing. And we kind of want to know the whole body is breathing in, the whole body is breathing out. And the jhanas are a skill. It's, uh, we should focus on the skills and developing the skills more than the results. We don't need to worry about the results. We also don't need to worry about attaining any particular experience, though this practice is what leads to all sorts of various, very interesting experiences. I'm going to keep this podcast very simple and focus on the practice. And the simplest way to remember the practice is focusing on the breath in the body. How can I make it more comfortable? How can I make it more easy and relaxed? And this is where we're discovering. It's not just an intention to become relaxed. It's actually an exploration 
We may find, for instance, that if I breathe in more deeply, I uh, release some tension and become more relaxed. And then maybe after a time it becomes, well, I need to breathe more and more gently and subtly as my focus becomes more and more concentrated. Now we want to make the breath more comfortable and the way I like to think of it is to make it more beautiful. How can the breath be even more beautiful? Now once we begin to notice the breath, we shift our awareness to the whole body breathing. And once we notice that we're really connected with the experience of the whole body breathing, then we can begin to shift our experience to the awareness of the relaxation in the body. And we can use the breath as if it's washing the body and cleansing the body, washing away stress and tension. And it's very much encouraged to play with it, to see what works. You can imagine that you're breathing the air directly into your heart. And that as you exhale, you breathe down and out through the legs. Or you can breathe down through the top of your head as you breathe in. And then on the exhalation, out the hands and the fingertips. And as we do this, we begin to wake up those parts of the body. And so that those parts of the body can experience the breath more fully. And be touched by the qualities in the breath. Namely the relaxation. Or pleasure. Once we begin to be really focused and comfortable with the relaxation, then we want to shift our awareness to the pleasure in the relaxation. Notice how nice it feels to feel so relaxed in the breath, in the body. And as we learn more, we can also remember that it's very simple. We're really just seeing how can I make the breath more comfortable, more beautiful. As our concentration focuses, our experience shifts, and this gives us opportunities to learn more things. You can notice that on the inhalation, it's almost like you're pulling the breath in with a pump of some sort. And then on the exhalation, it's like we're actually pushing it out. In other words, we gain a much finer level of contact with the breath. And this increased focus and concentration allows us to experience more of the comfort more of the pleasure. And by the way, I'm talking through the practice. Any point of this is a perfectly good place to be. 
We're, we're not rushing to get anywhere. As long as we're resting in the question of how is the breath, how is it more comfortable, how can I be more alive, more awake, we're doing the practice correctly. And it'll seem to us that we're not doing the practice correctly, and we, we don't want to entertain those thoughts. Those distract us from the breath. And any other thoughts that come that don't have to do with the breath are also distracting. Um, but not letting ourselves be bothered by them, because this is just our mind doing what our mind has been conditioned to do. Instead, we use the moment to cause it, to cause us to be more concentrated, where these thoughts can remind us to come back to the breath. And the mind will think, but just keep steering the mind to, if you're going to think, think about the breath. How can it be more comfortable, more beautiful? The imagination is a part of the process, but we're not trying to imaginate, imagine anything. We're just allowing the imagination to color our experience. Now, they're also called the pleasure meditations because as we become more and more relaxed, we can begin to notice how the pleasure is in the relaxation. And the relaxation is pleasurable. And as we breathe in this way, we can start to know that a pleasure arises. There's a word for this. It's called piti, P-I-T-I. And we allow this PT to uh, be generated kind of in our field. And if it gets strong enough, we can actually shift our awareness to the PT itself, which is found in the breath, in the body. So we're breathing in and out this pleasure. Now, the Buddha said time and time again, practice the jhanas. Go to an empty dwelling, sit at the foot of a tree, and practice the jhanas. And he also said, do not be afraid of the pleasure in the breath. And if we continue the practice long enough, we will come in contact to the fear of the pleasure. We only let ourselves experience so much pleasure. We have beliefs that there's only so much pleasure possible. Um, we are stretching ourselves beyond these limits. And uh, it is remarkable, hard to believe how far beyond these limits the pleasure can go. Some techniques for doing the practice and seeing it move 
is uh, allow yourself to smile or to imagine a smile. Uh, maybe hold the gaze upward slightly. So these things can create pleasure in themselves. We're, we're not trying to create pleasure. We're trying to discover the pleasure that is actually already here, already in the breath, and to sink our awareness into it, which causes it to grow. So we're not trying to get somewhere else. We're trying to get here and discover the pleasure that's in the breath. And when we find some pleasure, we can spread it around. Let the whole body feel this pleasure. And the mind will experience this and play with it. It can be visualized as light or color. We can allow the edges of our body to be soft and feel that the breath is all around us and moving through uh, our whole field of awareness. You could think of this as an imagination, but it's really just the, the boundaries of who we think we are dissolving enough so that the breath and the experience moves throughout of our field of awareness so that our whole field of awareness is impacted by the comfortable experience of this breathing. Now, this is the description of the basic practice and the, the meditation uh, goes in great directions. Uh, but we don't need to, uh, there's no, nothing to attain there's different directions to go. And the practice itself is really how do we fall in love with the breath? We, we don't really need to uh, attain other experiences or find other things than whatever we actually are experiencing. We're always coming back to the breath, making the breath even more comfortable. And again, we're getting more and more focused, but we are being mindful of what we're focused on. So getting to know this pleasure, like how do I know this pleasure? What does the pleasure actually feel like? What's the flavor of this pleasure? It's good to practice this a little bit of time. Even five minutes can shift our experience a great deal. And uh, it's very helpful to do long retreats of this uh, to attain the um, uh, variety of experiences that are possible. That's oftentimes done on longer retreats of 10 days or more. But also just to emphasize how powerful it is to practice in the moment. Uh, if I notice, like, oh, I'm breathing, how beautiful can this breath be? To really bring it into our lives. 
Now, what can happen, and I'm going to point to the future just a little bit so that if experiences like this come up, we know how to work with them, is at times I can lose myself in the breath, and the identity can fall away completely. What happens is the pleasure can be so fully felt that it's just more interesting than the passing thoughts that we've had. And so the consciousness can become more and more focused until the mind actually does stop. And this is a somewhat advanced practice, but it can happen. It actually can happen to people, uh, rare, but sometimes people just not even in meditation will will become dissolved in the clouds and have an incredibly beautiful experience where their sense of identity uh, dissolves. It, it always comes back, but that identity can dissolve and we can become, it's like we become the breath. We become the pleasure in the breath. And it's a very useful practice to merge and to become what's called single-pointed. And it's from there that the mindfulness can can know that I am the experience of this breath. It's a very useful practice, not one that we want to cling to. That would hold us back. If we were trying to experience that experience again, we would fail because that's not the experience of merging with the breath. And similarly, wanting any other experience than the one that we're already having will keep us from having the experience of the single-minded focus. And yet more practicing, just as I've described, the more we can discover the focus and the, and the pleasure and the comfort and the side of the beautiful breath, the more easily, even in a single breath, we could merge with that breath and become the beauty that's possible of the breath. And this is incredibly healthy, incredibly embodying and soothing. And in this way, we're trying to create a body that is a beautiful and healthy container for the meditator and for the experience of mindfulness. In other words, the reason the Buddha encouraged jhana meditation so much is that we want to create a body that is conducive for awakening and seeing the way that things really are. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed this practice and that you get a lot out of it. Be very well. Mm -hmm.